Welcome back to the SC Hardback Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namoski. Welcome to another off-season pod. Today, I wanted to jump on and quickly talk about one of the teams that I've been hearing a bit of SC slander for. Now, not a team that I've particularly wanted to really talk about this off-season, but the, the consensus that I'm hearing from a lot of the uh, guys out there, including in my, in my group there, is um, you know each team has got a certain number of guns you want to kind of own. And obviously at the top of the list, you've got your Panthers, your Broncos, a bit further down, your Sharks, Eels, your Roosters, Rabbits, Newcastle, all the way down. And, you know, we're getting down to the bottom of the table and I'm hearing, you know, oh, there's quite a few Bulldogs I want. There's a few Dragons that intrigue me. There's even some Tigers that intrigue me. And the one team that's getting no love right now is the Canberra Raiders. I think that's probably something you always kind of get, you know, Canberra. You know, not always much love for Ricky Stewart. We obviously know his uh, tendencies to not really favour the super coach players, but when you look at their off-season, obviously Jack Wyden is the guy they've lost, and I think a lot of people are attributing, you know, that's going to mean their downfall, and I do have them sliding down the ladder this year. But from a super coach sense, this is a team last year who had eight players who scored over 50 points on average in more than 18 games. So that means they played the majority of the season. They scored well. So Joe Tarpany, Corey Horsberg, above 60. We expect that to be close to the money there. Matt Timoko, 57. I expect him to stay right there, maybe even increase a little bit. Hudson Young, 56. That's a downturn for him. I think he he's due for a bounce back. Jordan Rapana, his last season in the league, I think he's going to be very uh, highly owned in a draft comp. Jamal Fogarty, a 52, but just the safest 52 you're ever going to get. Josh Papali'i, a guy who we all thought, you know, it's time now he's an average of the 40s. Nope, still giving you a 50. And Elliot Whitehead, again, similar last season. We all had a bit of a turn on Elliot Whitehead this year. Finished with a 52. Who are the guys just under that? Xavier's having to play the one game for a 49. He might be in there. Him or Chevy Stewart potentially will be that guy who will be a 50 starting uh, fullback. Sebastian Chris with a 45, a couple of injury effect scores there. Will Hopawadi a 44. Kroger's obviously retired. Then you're getting into some of the other guys like a Starling, a Frawley, Mooney, some of these guys who will step up again this year. So to me, it's a really interesting roster where, yes, they're going to take a step back. They don't have a genuine playmaker next to Jamal Fogarty, but the slander of no players at all, I think, is a bit unwarranted only because there's going to be guys in your draft comp who these guys will be at a big value now. I think, you know, guys will, and I've been a bit, a bit part of this as well in terms of my big board, just I'm not seeing that the Raiders have a lot of value right now. You look through my big board right now, Joe Tarpane is the first one off the board at number 38. You say, okay, that's fair enough. Then we keep going. The next guy off the list for uh, the Raiders is Hudson Young. At 69, then you've got Horsberg and Matt Timoko at 80 and 82. And then it's a long, long way until the next guy. So this is um, a team that I think you're going to get tremendous value in. And again, looking at the averages from last year, this is a team that does produce decent scoring options in Supercoach. And like I said, a guy like Hudson Young, I think will be dramatically undervalued this year. And He's someone who in previous seasons you could run as your first CTW. This season, you could probably get him as your second, maybe even third if you go hard at the position. Uh, a guy like Jordan Rapana, 
a guy like Matt Timmercourt, a guy like Sebastian Chris, all these outside backs that I think will have tremendous value this year. Whoever the fullback is, whether it is Xavier Savage or Chevy Stewart, I think they will be great value this year. I don't think you'll have to spend a high pick on them at all. Josh Papaliti, again, another guy who, again, we thought was off off the radar last year. He dropped down to pick 67, but again, um, he was on a lot of waivers, a lot of free agent plays last year. So I think he's someone who this year who will probably fall outside the top 100 overall. But again, there was a 52 average with an injury affected score of eight in there as well. So this is a guy that can average over 53. To me, just value across the board. Jamal Fogarty is probably the value halfback pick. You know, if you don't get one of those first three or four guys, you know, do you reach and grab someone there? You know, do you go for a Sam Walker bounce back, a Luke Brooks? Let's see what's there. A Matt Burton, is he going to really fit into this team? Or do you sit and wait and go, okay, yep, round nine, round 10, round 11. If Jamal's still on the board, just give me Jamal Fogarty. I'll get my 50, I'll get my 52 every week. You expect him to be more of a dominant playmaker now with no Jack White in there. I think it's there's a very sneaky Jamal Fogarty bounce back season potential from Supercoach. I think that average can go from a 52, maybe up to a 56, 57, 58 in that range. I think once they work out what this hooker rotation is, there's potentially a hooker. I think Wolford and Starling have both shown where if they do get decent minutes and the Raiders kind of go through the guts, these two guys can potentially be options in deep, deep league. So to me, this is a team that, you know, I'm probably we're in the process of doing the draw and working on what we have as the ladder right now, but even if this team is a bottom six side, I just think there's going to be some value in some super coach drafts. You know, I think Tarpany and Timoko will probably be the two that will go very high. I think Horsberg will also go decently high. From Hudson Young down, Hudson Young, Rapana, Fogarty, Papali'i, and even Whitehead, guys that you can get much later in your drafts. Like, to me, Jordan Rapana is a classic, you know, double-digit round pick where you're going to get him, and yeah, you'll get a couple of maybe 25s, but you'll get a couple of 90s in there. And, you know, this is the last season you can own him. So I think something like that to me is a great, great, you know, fourth CTW to round out your team. And especially, you know, he played a bit of fullback last year. Maybe they give him the jewel, even if they don't. I think it's still a great pick. But to me, Hudson Young's probably the sleeper. I think he has a real chance this year to have a bit of a bounce back. And we just don't know how they're going to play. I think oh, the preseason will be very, very telling to see. Uh, who gets that number six jerseys or weeks? Is it uh, strange who who it is and how they play next to Fogarty? Because we've seen Fogarty play a very dominant ball playing role previously. And I hope we see that again because that might lead to a different sort of attack for the Raiders that could lead to some more super coach points. So don't sleep on these teams. You know, we're going to go through later in the offseason about all the different, um, I guess, superlatives and all the different uh, biases we have. And one of them is, you know, the bad team. Someone has to score on that team, right? I would stay away from that team. To me, there's definitely a bit of that in this uh, season coming up. But to me, the Raiders is one of those teams where just go look at the numbers. There's some guys that can help you in a draft comp. And I don't think it will cost you a top pick, you know. I think there's guys early in the in the draft, like a Tapane, you know, early to mid a Horsberg and a Timokor, maybe even Hudson Young. And then, you know, once we're getting towards rounds 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, you've got Rapanas, Fogarty's, Pabalitis, Whiteheads, Savage, Chris, 
if Hop Hawaii locks down the spot, I really like what I saw from him last year. I think he's a valid option as your fourth CTW. Again, see what these hookers, they both average 35. If one of them can get a bit of a run, potentially can even help them even more. And then some of these other like young guys, you know, Mooney, Peru, just going to be interesting to see who can kind of latch onto a spot there. There's been a bit of movement this year. You've obviously, like I said, there's no Jared Croker. There's no Jack Wyden. It looks like CHN, unfortunately, won't be there. Matt Frawley's gone. Brad Schneider's gone. Uh, you got Harley Smith Shields gone. So this Ross has had a bit of a turnover, and I think what that's going to do is really give Ricky a bit of a thing to go, this is my squad. I think I know my best 21 options, and who's going to be in the 17 every week. And I think we can nail that down nice and early in the preseason. Um, there's going to be a chance to get some really nice deals in this draft. I do believe... Uh, every team, whether it's the Tigers, the Dragons, the Dogs, and the Raiders here, in every team, there's a couple of guys that you will want to try and grab at some stage in your draft. Again, it's all about position and value. Is he your fourth CTW? Is he your uh, third 2RF? Is he your bench utility? Whatever it is, there's only a point in the draft where you do want to grab one of these guys. You know, you might get to around 3-4. Joe Tarpanay still there. Give me that 65. Thank you very much. You get to round six, seven. Matt Timicor, Hudson Young still on the board. Thank you. That's my second CTW, my second 2RF. And like I said, later on, which I believe as my second 2RF, Hudson Young, uh, sorry, uh, Xavier Savage or Chevy uh, Stewart, maybe as a backup fullback if you already got a gun early on and you just want to take that guy as a bit of a stash and see what happens there. To me, I just want to see how they play without Jack White. We haven't seen it in so long. So it's just going to be interesting to see how it opens up. And again, Jamal Fogarty, probably the pick of the bunch for me, where if you don't get one of those top five, six, do you reach? Do you reach and go, okay, give me Matt Burton, Ben Hunt, Luke Brooks? Or do you go, hang on a second. I know my draft board. I know my value. I'm not going to reach here. Give me Jamal Fogarty a bit later on. I assume he's on a goal kick. He's going to be the lead playmaker of this side. There's at least a flaw of what he did last year, which is a 52. And at your halfback spot, that's okay. That's okay. Because you might have drafted your gun fullback early on. You may have drafted your gun CTW or 2RF. So you've got your halfback doesn't need to be that spot that gives you 70 every week. You can just take your 50. Maybe on a good week, he'll give you a 65, 70. And then the rest of your team can do the work. So again, go through these bottom four sides when you're doing your ladder preview but don't disregard them don't say even if you think the Raiders are going to win three games all year there's still going to be value where there's going to be guys at certain positions in the draft that will give you value so that will be my message to you guys make your own list of how you think the ladder will plan out pick your bottom four sides they're going to be the ones that everyone will undervalue in your draft and just write a around next to them you know what I mean Hudson Young fifth round and if he's there at round six seven you just got yourself a steal. You think that Josh probably is the last pick of the draft, and if he's sitting there because everyone's just like, ah, oh, he's washed, he's sitting there for you. So do that because, like I said, doing that exercise as I started to go through this, the Raiders, uh, we're about up to round eight in our um, working out the results and the matchups. The Raiders are one of the bottom four sides right now uh, after round eight. But again, to me, I won't mind owning two or three of these guys at certain points in the draft if the value falls there. So do that. I do employ you to do it because it will help you find out where 
in your draft league with your mates, you will find the edge because some of these guys will just look at the team and go, I'm not touching the Raiders. I'm not touching the Dragons. I'm not touching the Tigers. And that's just what they're going to do. They're not even going to look at the stats. They're not going to look at the averages. They're going to go, I don't want a part. I don't want to have the icon of the Raiders in my team. And that's fine. They can do that. But as long as you're smart enough to go, there's some value here at a certain point, that's how you're going to be a great drafter in your comp where you'll be able to get the leg up on your opponents. Leave it there, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Back with another pod in two days. Get to the socials at the SC Heartback. Got everything rolling now. We got the big board. So there will be version 12. Uh, so we'll have the 12 rounds out now. Uh, player cards are out. Team of the SC Heartback will be announced the next couple of days. And plenty, plenty more. So thank you for listening, guys. Have a great day. Hear from you soon. Cheers.